Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the impact of the meltdown in cryptocurrency on the workforce. The Federal Reserve is looking at the number of open positions in the workforce, the low unemployment rate, and figuring that employees have a large amount of negotiating power when it comes to finding a job for a higher wage or simply negotiating higher pay from their current boss. This precipitates the wage price spiral that will feed runaway price inflation. But there's one thing that is being perhaps overlooked. We've seen a large decrease in the value of cryptocurrencies. That's both Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the thousands of other coins that make up the ecosystem. The question is, how has the crypto market influenced the labor market? We know that in 2020 and in 2021, government stimulus checks create an incentive for people to collect a paycheck at home and not work. That's reflected in the reduction in the workforce participation and the huge number of job openings, particularly in the retail service sector, including hospitality and food and beverage. When those bartenders, waiters, line cooks were sitting at home watching Netflix, they were also dabbling in Bitcoin. Almost half of all cryptocurrency owners in the United States, Latin America, and Asia Pacific purchased digital assets for the first time in 2021. That's according to a new survey from U.S. cryptocurrency exchange called Gemini. The survey of nearly 30,000 people across 20 countries was conducted between November of 2021 and February of 2022. And it shows that 2021 was a blockbuster year for crypto, with inflation in particular driving adoption in countries that have experienced currency devaluation. Brazil and Indonesia led the world in crypto adoption. Gemini found 41% of people surveyed in those countries reporting owning crypto. That's compared with 20% in the United States and 18% in the UK. Gemini found that 79% of people who reported owning crypto last year said they chose to purchase digital assets for their long-term investment potential. Only 16% of respondents in the U.S. and 15% in Europe agreed that cryptocurrencies were an effective hedge against inflation. That's compared with 64% in Indonesia and India, for example. Men represent two-thirds of crypto investors in the U.S., outnumbering women by two to one. 43% of men aged 18 to 29 report owning some crypto, compared with only 7% of men above age 50 and 4% of women above age 50. Now, with the benefit of hindsight, with both Bitcoin and Ethereum having lost nearly 7% of its value since November, it's hard to argue that these coins are an effective hedge against inflation. I think that myth has been popped. But if you're a 20-something Bitcoin error who figured they could trade in Bitcoin and enjoy life instead of waiting tables like they did in college, well, they're likely facing a wake-up call. In fact, several restaurant owners I've spoken with have witnessed a sudden and recent return to work from people who all of a sudden decided that waiting tables was not such a bad idea after all. Is it the result of the combination of the stimmy checks having dried up, and now crypto can no longer fund their lifestyle? Much of the wealth created in crypto was paper wealth. That means that the owners of coins did not rotate out of their holdings in a cash. They simply assumed they could count on the value of their holdings to fund their lifestyle for the foreseeable future. Taking out a few thousand dollars a month to pay the rent and have a hot cappuccino with a sprinkle of chocolate at the sidewalk cafe using the free internet to trade a few more coins seemed like a pretty good lifestyle. But the problem with this lifestyle is that no actual value is being created in the economy. There is no product. There's no economic output. Bitcoin and Ethereum cannot put food on the table. Putting food on the table requires turning the soil, fertilizing, seeding, cultivating, weeding, and harvesting. That's what puts food on the table. And after decades of growing global food production, 
we're facing the first year of global food insecurity, along with numerous other supply chain disruptions. I'm quite concerned that this generation of 20-something young adults, and that includes my own children, by the way, have become more and more disconnected from the reality of what it takes to create economic value in order to earn an income. Investors do contribute to society. They put money to work. But I'm not talking about the paper exercise. True investors invest money in a going concern, in an enterprise that creates value in the economy. Those who simply trade in paper derivatives like options, they're not investors. They're traders, no different than the Bitcoin speculators. No economic output is created by taking a profit on a stock option. No economic value is created by short-selling a stock, hoping it's going to go down in price so you can benefit from the market volatility. The 20% drop in stock market valuation has been pretty orderly since the start of the year. There has not been any panic selling, there's no stock market crash, no run on the bank, and no run on the brokerage houses. The reduction in asset prices means that more and more people will be reevaluating their employment plans over the coming months, and I expect to see a lot more people entering the workforce by the end of summer. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.